7 things you didn't know you need to know. I'm Kira Evans and this this week we've seen Ireland's first carbon budgets, continued COVID concerns as cases rise and a row over ticketing for sporting events. This is the Standout 7 from the Smart 7 Ireland edition. And don't forget to hit the follow button to get daily updates at 7am. Neffet held a briefing on Wednesday as they're increasingly concerned about the number of cases in intensive care with the system under pressure as bed capacity diminishes. Chief Medical Officer Tony Houlihan says we all need to go back to maintaining basic mitigation measures like masking and staying at home if you have any symptoms. Small changes can lead to significant changes in, in the kind of patterns of, of transmission that we're seeing. We don't want to be in a situation where we have to give consideration to what further measures will be needed. We express hope and optimism that the recommendations that we're making will be to change the experience that we're having. But if that isn't the case and uh, we can't predict that, uh, then we'll have to give consideration to what it is we might recommend. Deputy CMO Roland Lynn had some good news and some bad news for kids who are looking forward to Halloween. People can trick or treat, people can do the things they normally do at Halloween, but maybe don't do it every day over the weekend. Maybe don't make, meet up with multiple different groups of children over the weekend. And the core message and the key message is that uh, uh, and it will mean that some children are very disappointed this weekend, but if you have a sick child then please isolate them and don't let them mix with other children. There was a new budget announced on Monday. Well, two in fact, as the Climate Change Advisory Council finalised two five-year carbon budgets aimed at bringing Ireland's emissions of greenhouse gases down by 51% by 2031. The two-part plan involves a much steeper reduction from 2026, as Marie Donnelly, the chair of the committee, explains. It is true to say that the budget is more challenging in the second part of the decade, but the reason for that is very clear. We need, and we need the government now, to make the investments, the enabling infrastructure, the policy now get all of that in place so that we can get the benefit of the emissions in the second budget period. The proposed budget has been sent to Environment Minister Eamon Ryan who will use it to prepare a plan for presentation to Cabinet next week. The budget has been welcomed by environmental groups including Friends of the Earth but Ushin Coughlin says the government really needs to deliver on the investment required to make it work. I think the carbon budget proposal announced today signals the start of a rapid and radical transformation of Irish society and the economy like nothing we've seen in our lifetimes. It's now over to the government to deliver a climate action plan next week with new policies and measures that match these budgets and put us on a path to halve our emissions in nine years while leaving no one behind. Wednesday saw UK Chancellor Rishi Sunak set out his long-awaited and COVID-delayed budget in the Commons and he was in a pretty positive mood, declaring that the UK economy had not been hit as hard by the pandemic as he expected. Today's budget does begin the work of preparing for a new economy post-COVID, an economy fit for a new age of optimism. After the prolonged row over universal credit and the post-pandemic reduction, he stepped back from tapering the payment, which could mean an extra £1,000 a year for low income families. Nearly two million families will keep on average an extra thousand pounds a year. We will introduce this within weeks and no later than December the 1st. He also stepped back from the foreign aid cuts pledging to return to 0.7% of national aid income by 2024 or 2025. Our improving fiscal situation means we will meet our obligations to the world's poorest. He also announced sweeping changes to alcohol taxes. The shake-up of the duty system will see taxes slashed on bubbly and beers, but will rise for stronger drinks such as red wine and spirits. Have 
you checked your meta status yet today? That's right, Facebook is changing its name. Well, Facebook is still Facebook, but Mark Zuckerberg is changing the name of the overall company to Meta. It's an opportune time to launch a new brand as Facebook comes under increasing pressure with the whistleblower testimony and the leaks of the Facebook papers. Mark says the new name is intended to reflect the broader focus on the exciting new world of the metaverse. It is time for us to adopt a new company brand to encompass everything that we do. To reflect who we are and what we hope to build, I am proud to announce that starting today, our company is now Meta. Our mission remains the same, it's still about bringing people together. Our apps and their brands, they're not changing either. And we are still the company that designs technology around people. Still to come on the Smart 7 Ireland edition, David Attenborough warns on climate change and Megan Thee Stallion checks out the Grand Prix. Right after this. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to the Smart 7 Ireland edition. If you're enjoying it, you might also like the original Smart 7. Just search and follow us on your favourite podcast platform. It's now only days from the COP26 Climate Summit in Glasgow and with the Queen bowing out after her recent ill health, the pressure on UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson to deliver real impact continues. Campaigner Sir David Attenborough says it's our moral responsibility to take action to save those most at risk from the potentially catastrophic results of climate change. Our kind of industrialisation is one of the major factors in producing this change in climate. So we have a moral responsibility, even if we didn't cause it, we would have a moral responsibility to do something about thousands of men, women and children who have lost everything. 
Sunday saw a nail-biting finish to the US Grand Prix in Austin, Texas, as Max Verstappen managed to hold off Lewis Hamilton to claim the win and increase his championship lead to 12 points with only five races to go. All of that, however, was very much secondary to what may be well one of the all-time classic Martin Brundle pit lane encounters. If you're not a Formula One fan, you may not be familiar with Martin, a former racing driver turned commentator who specialises in catching the great and good before the race in the pit lane. He spotted a rap superstar on Sunday and he was determined to get a word. Megan Thee Stallion, you're a, you're a freestyle rapper. Um, I think she's happy. Okay, boss, have you got any rap for us today on Formula One? <laughs> I have no rap today, I'm sorry. Megan's people weren't having it, pushing Martin away and he responded by going full partridge. Uh, I can do that because I did. Yeah, okay. She seemed very happy to talk, didn't she? That was very nice of her and I appreciate that. Succession is back with a bang. Two episodes into season three and everyone is talking about the worst family on television, which is probably why HBO just announced they've greenlit season four. Jamie East spoke to Connor Roy, better known as actor Alan Ruck, or right back in the day, Cameron from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And he says the key to the show's success is the strength of the writing team. For the full interview, head over to our sister podcast previously on Succession and get your Kendall, Shiv, Connor and Roman fix. They are all celebrated screenwriters and playwrights and and Jesse said something the other day he said all my all my writers are being offered their, their own shows he said I hope I can hang on to them <laughs> and HBO is fantastic because they hire smart people to do the job and they have opinions about things but they don't interfere they don't you know micromanage this has been the smart seven Ireland edition wherever you're listening do us a favor and hit the follow button we're back Monday morning at 7 a.m. Have yourselves a great weekend. Written, produced, and published by Daft Doris. Hi, this is Kira from the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Just to let you know, we're pausing this podcast from Friday the 25th of August, but you can still get up to speed in just seven minutes if you search the Smart 7 and catch up with our UK edition. Thanks for listening.